All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Two Putts Podcast. I'm Jake Landry. Nick Huff here, baby. And uh, we have a very special guest this week, Lucas. I don't know his last name. What's his last name, Nick? Alloway. Dude, the beast from the east, bro. Can't be stopped, won't be stopped. My dynamic duo. When we go out, the dance floor becomes Nick and Lucas's playground. Here he is. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name's Luke Galloway. And, uh, you know, I just want to say out there joining these guys, I'm humbled to be the first guest on this uh, Two Putts pod. Super excited. Devote follower. And uh, as, as people would like to classify me as, I'm just happy to be here, man. Love it. That's That's perfect. So just get ready to be, you know, again, putsy. Kind of a moron about everything, but also wise in your putsiness. That's all we ask for. Speaking of which, Nick, you had some wisdom dropped on you this week that you wanted to lead off with. Bro, let's just say it was yesterday. It was our Friday. So I'm coming into work feeling good. The person I tutor canceled. So I'm like, dude, I can get some work done. Like I'm vibing. 930 hits, bro. I go to grab a student and he's autistic. So whatever. Like he has special interests. You just got to respect it. So he goes, hey, Mr. Huff. I said, yeah, what's up, bud? Have you ever seen Kung Fu Panda? I said, fire movie, bro. That movie is heat. He goes, yeah. He was like, well, because he's autistic, right? He doesn't, he doesn't know what I'm saying, right? I'm like, well, so I correct myself. Yeah, it's a good movie. He goes, yeah, you look like Poe. And if, for those of you who don't know, Poe is the fat panda. Like, all right. Also so the I'm main like, character, the hero. The main character. And he, and he has a great arc. He becomes like a gangster and all this. And quite so, flexible for his size, if I uh, must say myself. Fair enough. So I was like, dude. This could be good. So I ask him, why do I look like, why do I remind you of Poe? And he goes, you're fat like him. (laughs) I was like, brother, dude, you can't say that. And my girlfriend is a speech pathologist and she works with students who kind of say what they say. So I hit him with, dude, was that a think it thought or a say it comment? Oh, that's that's what she tells her student. Mm. And he said, it was a think it thought. I said, why'd you say it? He goes, I had to. I just (laughs) wanted to let you know. He said I had to? Yeah. God bless him. Do I have a face? And for those you don't know what I look like, but well, actually, most of our listeners do know. Great what I podcast look like, but, question here. Go ahead. But do I have a face that screams, "Yeah, I'm gonna get bossed around and bullied by fifth graders"? It. it mm. You have a face that says, "You can bring me the truth, and I will take it in and at least try to process it." And that's what you're doing right now. You know, so that's why I give you credit. This is processing right now. I'm I, proud of I, you in this moment. Wind knocked out of my sails on a Thursday, Friday day. Yeah, yeah. I think next time, I think you just got to make sure you hit him with some wisdom back. And you say, you know what? This is just a bunch of stored potential muscle waiting to be tapped on. Dude, oh, that's and good. you know what? That's I like to believe that I am stored potential. You're, mm. This weekend, I'm going skiing. Dude, that mountain is stored potential is coming out. Yeah, let's just say uh, thoughts and prayers to everyone who will be on that mountain uh, dodging the ultimate uh, obstacle on the mountain. Um, but we're going we're gonna to talk about the Super Bowl. Lucas and I actually met at the Super Bowl party. We'll, we'll get into that. But, Nick, I want to revisit the stress dreams that we talked about. I think this was like maybe even a month ago, like four episodes ago. But I had some stress dreams and I brought them to you and you were like, well, I don't really have any. But then... A week ago, you came to me and went, dude, it finally hit. And it's a terrific stress stream. And Lucas, if you have one too, think about if you get any recurring stress streams. But Nick, tell tell the people about this stress stream that you have. It's delicious. Bro, I just want to start off by saying my job never stressed me out. Got to this school. Now I'm stressed. Met Jake. <laughs> yeah. And so, I, dude, we talked about stress streams and then it happened like three days in a row. So it's this dream where my glasses break. And not the whole frame breaks, just a, like one of the lenses pops out and I can't find it, but they're, everyone in the room is like, Nick, just close your eyes. And I'm like, all right, yeah, like I got you. But I close both of them and I'm like, well, if I close my eyes, like I can't see it and I'm already blind. And they're like, yeah, Nick, just close one eye. And I can't just close the one eye. Like, so I'm, you know me, bro. Like I'm going to Missouri and I'm yelling at fools. I'm like, yo, you can't just close one eye. And they're like, could you not wink? Dude, I'm like, no, I can't wink. Are we? Which I can wink, but I in the dream you. I can't. Like, I'm, <laughs> right. so whatever, I can't find it, and I'm like, forget it. Like, I'll just, I'll just go blind for the day. 
Well, I'm walking by and I'm at the school I work at and we have no glass doors. Like this needs to be important. There are no glass doors, but there's a glass door and the student who actually is one of the sweetest students in the school is staring at me through a glass door with it and pointing at it. And I'm like, bro, give me it back. And he's like, no, Mm. you're you're not getting it back. Classic keep away. Classic. (laughs) But I had it like five times like recently. And it was right after on the heels of the podcast where I was like, dude, I don't dream. But Luke, what kind of stress dreams you got going on? Luke's a not stressed guy. I know for the most part, you know, like I said, just happy to be here. But uh, maybe you guys can help me out. But I do actually have a reoccurring stress. Oh, I want it. Give it to me. And you know what's funny is I fall under the same trap as Nick, right? When you're in the dream, you don't know you're dreaming. But you're trying to rationalize everything. You're looking at people going like, well, I'm, I'm the dummy? Like, no, no, let me tell you, right? So this reoccurring dream I've been having this past year, it actually has to do with my teeth falling out. Dude, I told Nick this is a this is a common thing. Yep, yep. So I haven't looked it up. Like I really haven't tried to make sense of it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not big into the spiritual meanings and you know, I'm a Leo. So Dude, I mean, that's same. as far as Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> your birthday. July 31st. I'm August 7th. Wow. All right. Keep going. So, you know, that's as far as I dive in spiritually, (laughs) horoscopes and whatnot. So, but yeah, like I will find myself in weird scenarios very every day, casually at work, and I will have a teeth start to fall out and I'll pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll just be like, I'll be like, why are my teeth falling out? And I will look around. They're like, it's okay. Like, look, my teeth are falling out. Oh, and, other and, people's teeth fall out? Yeah. And, and we're all just like, our teeth are falling out. And I'll wake up and I'll be like, check my teeth. And like, everything's there. And, you know, I'm super nervous. But yeah, teeth falling out is my thing right now. So I'm pretty, I mean, I'm pretty sure that those types of dreams are like stress and anxiety or, you know, that that's probably what they would say. But I'll say the interesting thing there, because talking about Nick's dream and what happens with my drum dream. Is like I'm playing drums and like the kit is moving away from me, but everyone's looking at me like gaslighting me. Like, dude, just, you know, just do, just come on, play the drums. And I'm like, but yeah, I can't. It's interesting though for you, Lucas, that everyone's like, no, listen, we're here to help you. We're here to reassure you. That, that says something good about your subconscious. You know what I mean? You believe in the good of right. people, or at least that's what right. your dreams are telling me. Right. It's like a group effort. Like we're all pulling teeth out. You know what I mean? Listen, (laughs) we got a bucket over here. Throw them in. We're going to raffle them off later. Don't worry. Right. Yeah. Tooth fairy's got full employment over here. (laughs) Yo, chill with it. We got the tooth fairy on retainer. Okay. I'm going to scratch this itch. This has nothing to do with anything we've talked about so far, like even before. Okay, everyone becoming a consultant, right? Everyone's a consultant Mm. these days. Hey, Nick, what do people say disparagingly about teachers? Those who can't do teach oh and those who so can't wait, teach what about teach those gym. who can't do consult mm. let me hit you with that cheese right there okay that's sorry but that, that just came to me talking about the tooth fairy and i was gonna say we go to our retainer as a consultant and i was like wait a minute I what does a consultant even do bro you know I, do I, you know what a consultant does it's funny i think jake and nick i think you guys will uh chime in on this but you know i totally agree everyone wants to be a consultant right now i mean if you look on social media it seems like everyone's a fitness instructor now so yeah, yeah. i mean i think it's more or less a comfortability thing and trying to make your own way and finding your own likes and wants and wanting to pursue that but but, but a I consultant totally doesn't do things they that's exactly like this is my point like Oh, it just, I, it hit me so hard. I was like, wait a minute, people shame teachers. And dude, we do stuff so much. We never have time not to do stuff. And then a consultant literally was like a job where it's like, I'm going to be a smarty pants so I can go and just tell people what they should do. Right. That I sounds, totally when agree. you when you put it in perspective with the way people have different assumptions and stereotypes about jobs, that should be a job we look at and go like, wow, you're really lazy. Like, good for you. You just want to be the one who read more books. I'm serious. And I'm looking at Nick right now, and Nick's holding back. He's got he's doing the classic Nick Huff finger on the on the mouth. He's itching. Oh, see, this is good. So These Nick, are things do I don't thinking? pick up dude, on. Dude, you know what I was gonna say? Like consultants, dude, you you could almost argue that straight white men, middle class Americans doing podcasts is pretty lazy. And, <laughs> and well, here so, we are. Says the guy who just comes and records it and lets me do all the other parts of it, but please go ahead. <laughs> are we off, not fighting Kevin. right now? I'm sorry. Was that at me? I felt like it. Dude. Well, <laughs> let, let me throw a little thing at you guys. 
let me make this comparison and see where you guys go with it. Does it feel like consultants are just modern day fortune tellers? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Where where you go to a card reader or you go to someone who's reading your, you know. You're talking about conscience. analytics though. D- Dude, yeah, I don't know what a consultant does. So like I don't like – you could have told me that they they steal money and launder it for the cartel and I'd be like, oh, okay. I don't know what a consultant does. Well, I, I just want to be one. They just t- based on They the tell you what to do. They come to your right. business. They look at it and they say, mm-hmm. hey, well, based on this book that I read and this thing that you've never heard of – this is what you should do. So basically, if I just go to different places and I and have stuff they haven't heard of, and I just give them that stuff that, and I say it in a profound way with rhetoric, I'm a consultant now, and I'm gonna get Wait, paid. Wait, so yo, because it's looking for answers, it's looking for somebody 100%. who's coming to you for guidance. And like a fortune teller, like you probably Dude, got it's something so, and, going and on. Nick, we're and, reading Black Leopard, Red Wolf, right? We're reading this like set in Africa, but this is the idea of like witches and witchcraft and like someone coming in a room. I was thinking about this the other day, like legends, because I'm a, so I'm going to miss a podcast or we're going to have to do a different thing, right? In a couple of weeks, because I'm going to see a drummer I love. And I was thinking about like how I would explain it to Nick. And I'm like, when you watch him, he just is legendary. And it's exactly what you're saying, Lucas. It's almost like it's witchcraft. It's what people would have called that when you're seeing something that you can't understand, like, how it's happening. And I really uh, agree that, like, these consultants go learn stuff and they're able to do that in a room. Like, make mm-hmm. people feel like, oh, my God, this guy's tapped into something. Yeah, 100%. he's just tapped into something you ain't read yet. A hundred percent. Bro, That's I'm becoming thing. a consultant. Forget y'all, dude. I'm out. Dude, all I got to do is come up and talk hey, some hey, mumbo hey, jumbo. Right. Dude, I'm all good right. at that. Real quick, hot take. What's everyone consulting? What's your topic? What are you Ooh, consulting? Well done. Dude, consult on love, baby. Right, I have no idea, bro. Because, I don't. I, again, you're telling me what to do. Dude, if, if I go to a company, I'm like, yo, you're giving me $10 million and we, we got to figure out, I got to tell you what to do with that money. Dude, my answer is give me the money. Like, I mean, Nick, I, I'll just answer it this way. Nick has seen what I would do as a consultant, which is in our, in our meetings at school. Like I would just <laughs> go to schools and I would love to just go with them. And this is the thing, like, here's, here's the thing with me, like, to be honest, like a little biography, like I, every, I had people in my life like, oh, you're such a PhD. Oh, you're that type of person. And when I got to the end of college, I was like, no, no, no. I did this to go do the damn thing. I did not do this to go do scholarship for the next seven years and not be part mm. of the solution. So like, mm. that's my thing is like, I would love to do that, but I'm not going to do that sacrificing the contribution I could make type of thing. So, I mean, what I would love to do, and this is what people do is like, become one of those people who goes and studies schools and goes and looks at like, 400 different schools over three years and learn these different things. And just like you're saying, Lucas, be the one to go to a place and have credibility and be able to say like, hey, like here's five other ways you could deal with this problem. Right, giving them options. But that's leading from the front at, at work is what we would call that expression. Dude, hit us with the thumbs and fingers. The front. Hit us with the thumbs Yo, yeah, and fingers. Tell them about the so thumbs good. and fingers, bro. Well, I mean, that's just, you know, accountability is a big thing nowadays. And I think that, you know, a lot of people are not as wanting to be accountable. But a big expression we use is uh, you want to be more thumbs and less fingers nowadays. You know, you want to point those appendages at yourself and on how you can control things and, and less more of point them outward. It's amazing. So here, I'm going to hit you with the best segue you've ever seen, because one of the questions we had was if you could have any athlete join your podcast for an episode, who would it be? And Nick immediately shout out his answer. And I hate, I didn't really love the question until he said the answer, which I hated even more. And it made me want to now do this question. So Nick say what you said, but let me just say this. This is someone who I don't know is thumbs enough. Okay. That's my segue here. Mm. Who, who do you want on the show, Nick? Dude, and it, bro, first off, <laughs> what do you mean he's not thumbs enough? Like, oh, you gotta see Nick right now. Dude, he's stressing Travis Kelsey, and I'll tell you why. Like, let me tell you why. Because, oh, yeah, Travis Kelsey, a little bit of a tool. We gotta roll with it. But dating Taylor Swift, dude, if we get Travis Kelsey on the pod, the pod's blowing up. That's oh, the so only it's reason just why about I want the Travis notoriety. Kelsey. It's not about him. Yeah, the publicity. Yeah, okay. yeah, facts. If I could have one actual athlete on the pod, dude, you already got a peak athlete on one, and it's me. I'm on the pod every week. <laughs> well, my <laughs> question was thumbs right there. 
Current, former. Like, are we talking current or are we talking former? You know who I'd like to get, but he would, if he would do it, it would just be a bleep button. Kevin Garnett, I think. Dude, would be that's an interesting... a great, that's a great one. Yes, that'd be top three for me. But speaking of straight business moves, Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey, because they're right now, they're Swifties lovers, dude. People will listen. Well, let's talk about this now. Let's, let's, let's. Add in a non-sports sports thing from the Super Bowl. What was your guys' thought on the bump on Andy Reid? I don't know if you saw him and his brother had some comments on their podcast. Jason was very like, that was completely unacceptable, dude. Not acceptable. And Travis, I mean, listen, he took, he had some thumbs, but it, when you, here's the thing. When you cross a certain line, how much can thumbs really help you? So this is great. I'll lead this this part off only because i know nixon is deep thinking face right now but i i know at the super bowl party we just had uh i was the first one to kind of look at the screen and kind of point that out and just be like you know like what's going on here like you know andy reed's this you know high established successful head coach that is leading uh the chiefs as well as with patrick Mahomes to another super bowl appearance this time around with no tyreek hill um, you have to believe in big Andy Reid. And uh, I think Travis Kelsey is caught up, you know, with the, uh, I, I don't know how to say this, but uh, all of the outside mm-hmm. looking in because, you know, he's got Taylor Swift there now. There's that whole, you know, theater of what's going on between them. And he's not getting the looks in the first half. And he's frustrated. And the the way to get to that is going to the head coach. And, you know, I don't know what the words that were exchanged. But in, in a character standpoint, at first I was a little, you know, kind of, uh, you know, taken back. Because he's a leader on the team. You know, that's kind of the uh, behavior you don't see from somebody like that. Especially someone who's been to the Super Bowl before, someone who's played behind. Veteran. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just kind of, I think everybody was a little shocked. And that's what makes me think that it had more to do. I mean, the contact literally could have knocked him over and it could have become a a serious thing. Right. And, and, you know, for Andy Reid's health, you know, not to throw that in there, isn't the best. It's not a bad thing to throw out. He's not young. And uh, (laughs) I just think that, uh, I think it was the outside stuff that wasn't, you know, involved that kind of got to him. A lot of cameras on them, so. Nick, I have an additional supplemental question, but do you want to make an initial first? Yeah, I I think I agree with Lucas wholeheartedly. I think if it was just yelling, I mean, they've been, they've been having a professional relationship and Travis Kelsey talks about how he loves Andy Reid. And if it was just yelling, all right, it's a heated argument. Like where the bump, I think, is really where my issue was. It's like there have been leaks about his health, and he isn't young. And I mean, let's be real; he's fat. He he's Poe from freaking yeah. Uh, and, and when you're Panda. old like that, and I'm sorry, but I said this from my own dad. Like you get a fall, and all of a sudden it's a bigger thing. Like it's not like yeah, yeah. I think I think the screaming wasn't so much because I've seen like. I know we talk about Tom Brady every podcast. No, the screaming's Tom whatever. Tom Brady screams and does that, and and eight, like the wide receivers get upset, and it, it is what it is. But when you the bump is really what threw me off because you're right, like he's older and he's bigger. So if he falls, dude, that's a lot of mass going well, down. Well, that's gonna be me on the slope. So, so let, <laughs> let me ask you both my follow up, which is look, I understand it's the Super Bowl. It's an awkward time. You know, I think if this happened in the middle of the season, what I'm about to say would be easier to achieve. But do you think there should be a, from Kansas City a suspension or a fine? Well, and let me just say this. My opinion, if this was in the middle of the season, he would absolutely or should, I think, absolutely sit the next game at the minimum be fined. I, I think he should sit out. The first game of the season. I don't know. I know it's going to be a big game. First game, you receive the the banner, whatever. I just that's some. They're not going to sit him out because of well, first off, but they should. If it if it was in the middle I mean, of the I'm season, sure. I think they would. But that so that kind of took a backseat after the parade. I, I'm sure you read what happened. There was a shooting. Oh, we at haven't the parade even talked and, about that. Yeah, I mean, that's, and I really don't yeah. want. I don't want to bring it up. Like tragic event, but I think that's really taken the forefront um, of the news. But I also think Travis Kelsey will receive a fine, and I don't, and I think it'll be a relatively hefty one. And Andy Reid and inevitably made that decision. Will make that decision. The head coaches make the fines. So again, we don't know what was said. It obviously didn't look good optically, but 
I wouldn't have pushed him. And they are very close. Like Travis Kelsey speaks to how much he likes Andy Reid. So we'll see. But I agree. There should be a fine. I don't think a suspension because it's the last game of the year and it'll be forgotten when the season and starts. And that's, yeah, yeah. And I want to just chime in a little follow-up here. Both Love the segue here. I think this is a great a great question just as, uh, as far as leadership development and all that. I think, you know, not to get under a microscope with this too much, but, you know, Travis Kelsey being a leader, I think the outside affected him pretty big. But I do agree with you, Jake. I think there does need to be some sort of disciplinary action that you know the outside world needs to see because unfortunately you know you are at the echelon of of professional sports uh the whole world's watching and when you're you know a leader like you aren't supposed to be the person that is doing that to your head coach especially the head coach um i believe that you know you can have words but you know the physical contact and whatnot i believe is something where it takes it to a different degree and it almost makes it a little personal. So, hundred percent. And 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 can I just to add to you, like, he's so big, like, and to not be conscious of your own strength in that way, like, that's the other thing that I feel like is just, it's just it. All of it is so bad. It's like you have to have the control to know the damage you could cause. Right. Agreed. And and, and you know, Travis Kelsey, obviously, after the fact, everybody you know took a second to reflect on it, and he apologized. Andy Reid, I don't think thinks twice about it. But it, I think it's the world. It's what was displayed. It's what can be watched over and over exactly. again. And that's just the penalty you're going to have to pay. And honestly, I bet you they'll laugh about the decision that makes, you know, that's being made, what suspension or what amount of money he's going to have to pay. But I think Travis knows that. And I think that if he eats it, that's just going to make him a better leader, maybe grow, you know, better as a person and know that, like, that's just something that you can't do in that situation. Right. And I'll also say, I think, the NFL fans, like, won't even think twice about it. Right. I think the Swifties are going to take exception if nothing happens more right. than anyone else. They, are going to take uh, the, exception if nothing happens. Yeah, I think they'll be upset. I think they will. So, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't blindly support Travis because he's with Taylor? I no, wonder I saw he, a lot of tweets because, of course, I low-key am a Swiftie, but not of that stature. So I'm on Swift Twitter. And they, they were like, yo, this is a red flag. I can't believe Travis did this. Like, how can Taylor be with someone who does these things? Yeah. And again, they're rational and like, but it, it it is a red flag that that happened. And I do think NFL fans are like, yo, he did in the moment. They bumped and we're talking about suspension. But I really think like the Swifties are going to take more exception if nothing happens. And that's actually going to hurt the NFL brand more than they would realize. All right, well, we're about to take a short break, but before we do, I want to I wanna crowbar uh, this one in. So I know you got some good stuff. On, I know you both have some good stuff on this, but let's try to do it relatively quickly, and then we'll hear from uh, Kenny, Kelly Kenny with, with some bangers of advertisements this, this week, some big gets. But what's the weirdest sports superstition that either of you have ever heard of? I'll start, dude, because I was – watching like a little youtube documentary and it was it was titled the thong that broke slumps and i'm like oh what so dude the yankees and it's disgusting the <laughs> yankees had this thong that they wore and it was never washed so like let's just like imagine the under cheese in that thing like disgusting and if you were in a slump you would go to Derek jeter and you'd be like yo Derek, i need the thong like, I need it. And you had to have some serious slumps to get the thong. So there are multiple stories of Jason Giambi, Nick Swisher, um, Johnny Damon when he played for the Yankees. They were like, look, when you were 0 for 35, did you went to Derek's locker and said, Cap, I need the thong. And every story I read is like, if I had the thong on, dude, it was a homer. No shot. And it like, so that is one of the craziest superstitions I've seen. And that's more of a specific superstition. I know Lucas t- was talking during our, our elite pre-pod meeting about some of his superstitions. So I'm going to pass it over let, to him. Let to, me just say, I to- did just have to Google this as you were talking because I'm like, it, this this could just be all fake. It It's called the golden thumb. And there's quite a few articles about it. So anyway, Lucas, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
obviously what I'm about to say definitely isn't as prestigious as the golden thong, but I just thought it was funny that, uh, um, I know Brian Erlacher actually had a superstition before games where he would like to indulge in two <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, no more, no less. And I just thought that was funny because when you think of superstitions, like oh, there's a lot of materialistic things that go into it, a lot of psychology that goes into it and motions and doing the same thing, a routine or doing something. And I just thought it was funny that he went the food route and I'm a big foodie guy. So if I could uh, have er- Brian Erlacher sit in and uh, explain to me what where that came from and why he does what he does, I would love to hear that. Dude, but, I, I wonder if there's a specific amount of chocolate chips he put in that thing. Oh, like right. what, or what how brand? soft it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they like, homemade? Chips Ahoy? You know? No. Right, exactly. Yeah, 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 no. And that's the thing. What about is, you? Yeah, well, well, I'll say this. A chocolate chip cookie has to be soft. I'll tell you that. I have to be able well, to bite it. The chocolate needs to be 100%. a little melty. Um, so Did the two putts agree on something? I feel like we dude, ate, yeah. If you eat a hard cookie, dude, going back to last week, if you're eating a hard chocolate chip cookie, bro, that ain't a beige flag, bro. That is a red flag. Mm. You want to chip your tooth enjoying a sweet treat? Absolutely not. I have and it. going on this, now I'm going off. Now I'm in my bag. Do it. If you bite ice cream with your two front teeth, I hate you. Oh. I hate you. Or like a popsicle? Like a, yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, my. If it's cold and you're using your two front teeth, dude, I'm immediately ready to throw dude, hands. I'm going to tell you this. I do that. Stop. Oh, it's the pain of it. It's not that. Oh, it, yeah. Dude, I literally have chills right now. Because I get, I have sensitive teeth. Yeah, no, it's just no good for me. No bueno, no bueno. Um, here's what I'm gonna say. Rajon Rondo. It's in my own superstition and kind of more belief. When Rajon Rondo couldn't flip the headband anymore, like that ultimately hindered his development and didn't allow him to be the best player he could be. <laughs> I love Yo. that god uh. darn thing and. I just feel like it made him so awesome. And I feel like it was somewhat superstitious because it was uniquely his, I feel like. And when he couldn't do it anymore, it was like if you're playing Skyrim or some game and you had some talisman that gave you a bonus and you accidentally dropped it or sold it at the market or whatever. It, you just, the character couldn't be the same. You didn't have the same bonus. Dude, you know what was another, you know, speaking of like what NBA really screwed the pooch on, Dude, the bandanas that they do is wearing, the Naruto bandanas that, like, Jimmy Butler was throwing on. Dude, those were fuego. Why'd they get... Dude, they just hate swag. No, they really do. And that's the thing with the taunting now. And we're not going to do a whole thing, but we talked about it a couple weeks ago with Jason Tatum, like, hanging on the rim. And now I watch, and I see them react, and I'm like, oh, God, are they going to get in trouble? And it's like, I don't want to have to think that. But anyway, we'll see you on the other side. And as you can tell today, well, having Lucas in, we're going kind of sports, non-sports, all at once. So uh, here is uh, a word from our advertisers. We'll see you on the other side. Two Putts Podcast is brought to you by toilet paper. Whether you've got the blah blah or a thinker, we're here for you. Toilet paper, paid for by the Fairfield chapter of the Toilet Paper Growers of America. I know this gets edited, but I can't believe you bite with your two front teeth. You make, I know, dude, you man. make me sick. I, as bro. soon as I saw you guys reacted to it, that's why I dude, whispered in. I was you, like, I do that. You, <laughs> I was you, like, oh, no. you make me sick, bro. Dude, it's, dude. Tough. it's a tough world, man. You know, so hey, every hero story needs a villain. Every, you know, that's fine. And you know what? Now that we have that cleared away, but here's something that I thought I was also going to villainize you for. So here's another master segue. Um, and not it's the type not, of segue that here, a consultant wait, would do. You, the type of segue that someone who does the damn thing would do. You can't say, earlier, here's a Nick, master segue that. and announce that it's a master segue. That's like explaining the joke. You, know, you just I have to like do it. It's a good thing we have Lucas here this week. So anyway, let's talk about reality <laughs> TV. Let's talk about reality TV. Because, Nick, you and I, that's been like a bonding point of like, look, like, through our our other and maybe before it a little bit, we had like, you know, okay, I, I don't mind. Like, Wife Swap, I've always enjoyed. It's a good show. But, you Fire. know. Love is Blind, all these shows like Melanie loves to watch. So I end up watching him too. Dude, the new season came out. I know you guys haven't seen it yet. Oh my gosh. it's it. She fell asleep. Two hours later, I'm still watching. Can't blame her for that. Mm. Drawn in. Drawn in. Drawn in. But I so. feel like, what do you think? Do you think there's still like a negative stereotype for men watching reality TV? Or are all of us, are, is that secret out? You know what, man? Call it a guilty pleasure. Call it whatever you want it to be. But let me tell you, 
reality TV with those shows, Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, Love Island, man, it just is the epitome of relationships and nowadays. And I think it's just funny to watch, you know? I think most people who have been in long-term relationships or have been with their significant others for a while, I think it's it's funny to see that other side again. And honestly, I think it's a lot more a lot it's a lot more theatrical now. Yeah. But like honestly, like I don't know how you guys feel. You guys could chime in, but I feel like as funny as it is to watch, it unfortunately is the state of relationships <laughs> no, nowadays. It, it, even though there's obviously stuff where they like, you know, we want you to go have this conversation and it's staged. It doesn't mean that what happens isn't pretty real. Well, dude, I'm the bachelor, bro, right now in it. I'm, dude, I'm gonna say it. It's badass. And I, oh, Nick, what are you talking about? How is it? How is it cool, bro? It's one dude making out with thirty six chicks, and no one, and they're all way too good looking. Well, not this season. For him, we'll, you're saying? No, no. Joey is my king. This season, Joey's a king, but. Typically, the women are very attractive. But, dude, he's kissing and no one's batting an eye. Dude, he's cheating on all these girls. And it's like, oh, wow, that's so sad that he's kissing him. I really like kissing that girl, but I really like him. And I'll just deal with it. Did you dude, watch The, the Golden Bachelor? Cool. No, I didn't watch. No, dude, I'm just no. saying he I'm not made out old, with every old lady that came with I'm not watching range. old tongues touch, dude. I, not doing it. Listen, that was not a choice. But go, go on. Go ahead. Bachelor. Bachelor's good. Love is blind is fire. And the idea, like, what I like about love is blind is it's like, it basically proves that love isn't blind. Because there it, has to be. Their <laughs> reaction when that door opens is, yeah. And what happens in Dude, the first critical. week. Dude, critical. Dude, huge. But like, it's like, bro, like, yeah, you know this person on like a deep level. But like, if they come out, like, and I'm sorry, like, if they're ugly, like, man or woman, it's like, <laughs> oh, you're a good friend. You're, you're <laughs> but, a good friend. But you know, <laughs> you're a good friend. But you know, like we have a case study now of like how people react and then they go on that honeymoon and you know, because they're just sitting there silent. Like I watched Sweden. There was a dude who had that. And you I can't think of different people off the top of my head, but you see that dude who goes to the like shake that see, remember shake. Oh my God, that guy. But like they go to that honeymoon and it's like, all right, time to get hubba hubba. And the dudes are just like, they have nothing to say because they're trying to save face. But we all know like, ooh. And when they try to make it work, that's the ones where you're like, dude, please end this. Please. Can, like, I can't. The one in Sweden had a dude who brought it all the way to the wedding and said no. And the first two seconds he saw her, you could tell he was like, Oh, no, dude, no, it's no, dude. Oh. the ones that crack the ones that crack me up are like, well, it's a free vacation at this point. Let's just ride it out to the vacation. The and first like, week, but not all the yeah. way to the wedding. Oh, no, that's God. savage. But no, that dude, I can't no. watch that. I didn't even watch. I said, I got to leave the room. Tell me when it's over, babe. And let me know if there's a surprise. There wasn't. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yo, that would have been minus money, bro. Him oh. saying no. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you guys a question. If you had to pick your favorite, and I'll go first to give you time, what would be your favorite? And I'm going to say this, Married at First Sight. Dude, oh, Married at First one. Sight is a trip, bro. Mm. It's a trip because one thing I'll say about Love is Blind, it's four weeks after the pods. That's like really not a lot of time. Married at First Sight, I think it's like two months or even three months of like cohabitation. You're already married. Mm. And then the question Legally. is, do they get the divorce? So it's a mm. whole different bag. Mm. It, it's a, so anyway. But what's your? I mean, Nick. It sounds like the Bachelor's up there. The Bachelor's up there. The Bachelorette is up there. But dude, if we're gonna go Bachelor franchise, most fire show, Bachelor in Paradise, dude. Catch me watching that every week, bro. Oh, dude, that show's fire. This might be a hot take, but. I think my, the best one out there going right now is Temptation Island. Dude, and I, I throw that out there, there and I throw that out Wait, there. Wait, give us the setup. What this. is it? Give me, yeah. give so me the... Te so Temptation Island is a show dedicated to long-term relationships that go to this island. And it is to test if uh, the person that is holding out on the next step of the relationship right. can okay. last. Okay. And now the whole premise of it mm. is bringing <laughs> those six couples there and splitting up the women and the men. And then filling their houses with the opposite sex and seeing if they can tried and true from the and stick other with couples their or like new people, new people. So oh, and gosh. here's the twist. The people that they bring on the show are tailored to your likes. 
So like they are purposely setting you up to see if like you will follow the temptation and, you know, either end up staying in the relationship or getting married at the end. And I just think it's funny because in today's world, you know, you got social media, you got Bumble, you got, you know, uh, Tinder, Tinder, man. And you're swiping. You're looking for what your interests are and the algorithms start to shape up and you're just swiping through things you like. So I think it's just funny because you see all the drama that unfolds and it really shows you like what people do in those situations. It's just but the thing for me, me is it just feels like the stomach pits of cringe and uh-huh. awkwardness. Just fe- I can feel them already with that one. Yo, you know what's a low key good one? And it's definitely not pod friendly, so we might have to edit this whole portion out, but MILF Manor. <laughs> Interesting concept though. Dude, dude, listen to this, bro. Definitely gets you uncomfortable. So in MILF Manor, the concept is it's these moms, and for those oh, of you Jesus. don't know what that if no, this they, is in the, they know, they know. Okay, um, <laughs> and the the moms come, but the peop, the contestants, the boys they bring are the 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 kids, the children of the yeah, moms that are on the me, show. Yeah, trust me, I know it's just it's yeah. <laughs> and dude, I I I stopped watching the show because they were doing like one lie like i've never told my child and her answer was i slept with your friend oh gosh and i was like yeah dude this show is not for me but i'll tell you it's sneaky good oh but again it's just, so cringy yeah. and the, the kids are like mom stop hitting on this kid oh the pit and mm, the pit yeah, in my stomach if, if 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 it's a love show and you're not getting the pit though it's, it's fair. not a good one well that's what i'll is say that is family friendy married at is first that, sight is wholesome show? No. Like, that's what I like about it. Milf Manor it's, is not wholesome. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right. So, th- whatever. Nick, if I if I twist your arm, and you can feel free to say no. <laughs> Here and we we'll go. Just, we'll just give everyone the suspense of not knowing, but someday when we're famous enough, you can say it. If you had to compete in an Olympic event tomorrow, and you could choose, you know, who you go against or whatever it is, Nick, I know there's a answer that you have for this. I don't know Let if you're Let me preface this before Nick do goes it, off. Do it, do it. This Lucas. is a belief that he has had. For not just this year, but for years. Okay, Nick, go ahead. So first off, I'm choosing swimming. And I want to preface this with, I I may be fat like Poe, but I'm an elite athlete for not being an elite athlete. Now, I I, I did swimming lessons, okay? <laughs> and I signed up for swimming lessons, and I did like the- Humble beginnings. Humble I tell you, literally, I was at summer <laughs> camp. Let me start at summer Humble camp beginnings. when I had- Swimming lessons, and they said, <laughs> go ahead, Nick. What'd they tell you? They saw you they swimming. Said, they said, wow, what? Nick, you're such a good swimmer. Actually, this is exactly what they said. You're such a fire swimmer. We should throw you up a couple levels. They said so that I went in from early 2000s? They used fire? What was that, the first no, person ever used that? that? You think I remember? Dude, I was seven. I don't mm. remember anything. All mm. I remember is I went to level four, dude, and I was on the diving from board in the deep end. one to four? Yeah, because- We call that a I'm meteoric an, rise. Because I'm an athlete. Mm. That's amazing. I'm an athlete. So- let me start by saying that, like, I'm like a fish. And now my girlfriend has never seen me in the water because I don't want her. And the reason I don't want her to see me in the water is I don't want her to send me to an Olympic trial. Like, I I just don't have the... You, you did the, that rat race and you don't want to go back oh, to it. She doesn't know I, about like, your, I just, your past in the Olympic trials. Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't... I don't want people to be like, wow, a man of that size swims like Michael Phelps. Like, it's just... I don't want to deal with it. The world isn't ready for it. We get it. I I hear you. Dude, and I have a a career. Like, I don't want to just ruin it. Those counselors saw you in the pool and said, we've only seen this talent one other time. And he's got how many gold medals around his neck? A lot. Yeah. But no, dude, I'm beating Simone Biles in a 50-meter freestyle. And it's not – and I'm telling you, it's not close. Here's my concern, and I said this to you at the Super Bowl party. The flip turn. She's a the, gymnast. Dude, but that's what I'm She's telling you, dude. She's going to make up time on the flip turn, and I'm worried that you're going to lose time on the flip turn. But I disagree, dude. The flip turn, turn. the flip turn is where I'm creating separation. I, dude, that I, I am, dude, see. I'm telling you, bro. Simone Biles is what, four foot six? I already have two and a half but this feet is, reach But this is it. the point, is that your flip turn, because you're longer and taller, is going to take more resistance. And it's it's a harder maneuver than someone you're who's wrong. smaller. You're wrong. For, for someone who's not me, I agree with you. <laughs> but, uh, dude, I'm telling you, bro, not only would it be, and oh yeah, she's she is, she's the greatest gymnast in the world. Dude, we put on a balance beam, I lose by only a couple points, but I still lose. You know what I mean? Fair like, enough. 
I'm beating her in the swimming race, and it might be closer than I would like to imagine, but I'm beating her. I, dude, I not all, dude, and I'm plus money going to it. Everyone doesn't believe. I mean, it's I'm probably like you. plus one fifty. It's close. You know to what? 50, you know 50. what it was like? Like the Avalanche losing six three last night. Like plus money. Um, I'm beating Simone Biles, and I'm telling you, it's not close. I'm beating her by at least my full body length, and I'm six four. I will She's just say what there were two empty net goals, but Lucas, I'm curious what your what your thoughts are. We don't even have to give one because I don't necessarily have one, but I'd love for you to comment on on his. <laughs> I'm beating Shaq in pickleball. <laughs> wow, is that an Olympic sport? It will be soon. It should be. I like it. Okay, Shaq in pickleball. Wow. Yeah, I can't. I, 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 I feel like I don't even have to defend myself here. I think no, that, I'm that, that one was pretty obvious. I think that I'm beating Shaq, you know, to the net because it's you know I it's but favored for me. There's and, no you know, low man wins. So variable in yours. Yours makes That's sense. Right. The, but, but the variable is a benefiting me, dude. I wish I wish we had this recorded, which is one length, dude. I'm, I'm telling you. you, this is going on the Instagram. I'm making Lucas record me on the flip turn right now. Like after this pot is over and we're putting on Instagram and I'm dude, the flip turn is a variable that will benefit me. Okay. I'm telling you. All right. All right. I love it. Two putts podcast is brought to you by AI. Why think for yourself when you don't have to AI paid for by the artificial intelligence association of everywhere. Uh, and I have a story for this one. That's why I kept it. So if you two don't have anything, I got a, a specific story. But what's your biggest pet peeve when it comes to people's eating habits? Or like a story where you were like, and that's what mine. Mine is just a moment where I literally basically was ready to dump a girl because of something. You want me to tell my story? All right. Dude, not only do I want you to tell it, I'm ready for it. Right. <laughs> I think it's time for Jake to go off. It's right a, Well, again, and so I had been on a couple of dates with this girl, and it was like at the point where it was like, okay, like this could be a thing or this could not. I'm waiting for the thing that's going to tell me. <laughs> to make or break. To Yeah, to let me know which way I should proceed. So at the time, my dad was sick. So I just had, like had a weekend. He was like terminally ill. So it was like in the middle of that whole process, which was like a year. So I came back, you know, like being with family, it's stressful. So we're sitting there, went to a nice place. We're sitting outside and like we're dolled up. We're laughing, having a good time, whatever. And then it's like, she's like, you know, how, how was it? So I'm like sharing with her. I mean, pretty like sad stuff. You know, it was, it was heavy stuff. Dynamics with families. It was like, you know, the heavy stuff. And one of the issues at times is I felt like she really didn't listen that much or that well. And like, that was one of those things where I was like, all right, we'll see. And so um, I was I was talking, it was kind of solemn. And she's like, and that's the thing is people, and maybe you guys will understand this, people who are, how can I say this? So like, okay, it's not that they're fake nice, but they're, attentive to like the wrong things like someone who's supporting you but like you're like yo i need you to hear what i'm saying and they're like oh let me go cook you something and you're like no i need to talk to you like stop doing other things like what i'm looking for is here so um i'm sitting there talking to her and i can tell she's getting into that mode of like like you're not listening to what i'm saying and she forks a bunch of food from her plate and it, and it looked good. Don't get me wrong. I was, I was going to get to it. And as I'm talking, she just puts the fork right up to my mouth and like to feed me. And I'm just like, oh. and I'm just like, I can't. My first reaction was like, get that bleep and bleep out of my face. Right bleep. And now, dude. And anyway, so I mean, all I remember is in that moment, I was like never talking to this girl again. And then we finished dinner. We went back to her place. And that's the thing. It was like. It was my first time down in her neck. It was, hey, come on. You want? No, I'll see you later. No, no, I'm good. Now, now let me ask you just quick question. Did she at least do the courtesy of making either an airplane noise or a choo-choo train? <laughs> that, and that's exactly the problem is like that kind of sick joke would have been great. Like exactly. I'm going off. That's the thing. Like th exactly. No, it was right. literally. And that's what I'm saying is it's. And I, mm. I listen, mm -mm -mm. sweet girl, good person. But it was like one of those things where it's like, dude, like you're the way you're attentive is just like so not 
We learned this in, in in teaching school, and maybe you've learned it too with all the stuff you teaching talked about, school. Lucas. Is like inviting, disinviting. Like you can right. say things that are inviting, and you can say things that are like uninviting, not disinviting. And like it was just so uninviting. It was like almost you're... trying to shove the the food in your mouth so you'd stop talking, oh, right? I... That's how it felt. Borderline. Sometimes Jake right. needs that though, but that was the wrong time. No, that listen. Was absolutely the wrong time. I, and I can be reflective enough to say I do. Not the right time though. Not the right time. So anyway. I, uh, I mean, mine is smaller, but like, yeah, that was a much better story than mine. But like, mine is, I'm a chugger of drinks. Like, I'm like a red flag eating in life. Like, I eat fast. I chew with my mouth open. Like, I talk with my mouth full. But like, I, my, I drink fast. And what grinds my gears, and Jake does it too. Dude, it takes him 45 hours to drink a coffee. Like he'll he'll grab it at three p.m. and he comes in at seven thirty with it and take a sip. I'm like, bro, mine's been done in the twenty minute ride right. I You're had. Asking him, is that your second or third? Yeah, the, the, the hot co- now I will just say hot coffee, not so much, but co- iced coffee is an all day thing for sure, for sure. That's an ick for so, me. So an ick is, is slow drinking, slow consumption <laughs> of a drink. Wait, slow you. slow consumption is different because Max, our friend, is a slow drinker, but like he finishes it. Shout in out, a- Max. In a reasonable amount of time. Can I, Jake, Go Jake ahead. with the iced coffee. Dude, I'm looking over. I'm like, bruh, I are wanna, we for I real? I want to crowbar something in here, and, and we can come back to this. But like, Yo, that's the saying of the pod. Crowbar it in. I wanted to mention at the Super Bowl party, but I couldn't think of ick. But I was thinking, like, I want to have this conversation. Red flag, beige flag, is ick a more, is it, where does it, where does it fit in there? Is it a beige mm. flag or is an ick a stronger? Is it a uh, a purple flag? Is it a more closer purple. to red? I don't. Is it a pink flag? You know what I'm saying? Like pink, a different flag. It's you know ick, what? I, a different meaning of a flag, right? I think I think ick and red flag in today's world are different because are different. You know, okay. it's it's you know red flag is unfortunately in this world you can be a walking red flag, but women are still gonna. Come to oh, you either but way. an ick turns off women. But an ick mm. is like the quickest way to hop off the highway, man. And actually, green like, flags have icks. Oh my correct. god! So like an ick is something that's gonna fast track you on to never talking to that person again. But like a red flag is weird because it's something that you know you shouldn't go touch, like the big red button. Mm. But guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna push the big red. You know, button. I played a game called "Don't Push the Big Red Button" on a uh, so game I'll let you, you know. No, that's good stuff. In. What right do you there, guys Lucas? think that's about good that? Stuff. That's good dude, stuff. a good example of an ick. Lucas did one today. We were at Costco, <laughs> and uh, dude, he pushed the cart and then rode it. Like that's an ick. That's like if you did that with a like if Lucas, you did that with a girl. You and I are gonna be riding carts into the sunset. Okay. I and you know what? You know what? Uh, that just shows that Nick isn't on the. I'm just happy to be here, train. All right. You know, I like to make my Costco experience pretty exciting because Nick had told me when we went there, you know, me and Nick coupled up going to Costco, bunch of dudes in their mid 20s, 930 in the morning, going to Costco, getting some stuff. And he told me, he's like, Costco makes me anxious, man. There's a bunch of cars everywhere and whatnot. And there Luke is riding the cart, driving it around like a kid. So sue me. I'm on your side. You know what's Dude. an ick? Icking someone's joy. How about that? Ooh. You know what Jeannie calls that? I Jeannie calls that. that yucking someone's yum. No, you know Don't what? Don't yuck my it's yum. It's not an ick. Ready for this? It's a red flag. There Nick. you go. It's That's a red, a red flag. Because I still love you, but it makes me concerned about our future together. Boom. Dude. I'm getting it. We're talking with Look nuance now. We're getting it. Nuance yeah, now. I love this. <laughs> dude, it is a nuance. But like, dude, icks are... Dude, I mean... I'm a walking beige slash ick flag, bro. Like, are you an ick? Do you have? I feel like you have drip, which comes into this somehow too. I feel like because drip is an anti-ick. Like it's the opposite of ick. Drip is swag, and so, dude, I'm dripping till I drown, baby. You know what I do. (laughs) All right. Well, let me let me uh, let's let's talk about. We got absolutely pooped on with the snowstorm midweek. It was pretty great, but Nick, it kind of triggered something that really bothers you. Uh, which is people not taking the snow off their car. You want to riff on that Bro, for a second? You know what? I was that kid in high school, and my mom used to get after me. She'd be like, Nick, clean your car. I'm like, why? It flies off when I drive, and I just drive <laughs> fast enough so it all flies off. And she's like, that's a hazard. That's exactly <laughs> what I was just going to say. So 
I now have matured into my mid to late 20s and I wipe the car off. Well, I'm driving to work. It's a 30 minute drive. Dude, I get behind some dude going 30 miles an hour because he's got snow all over his car. Dude, just wipe it off, bro. And then you could drive the speed limit. It's so annoying. Like you're so worried because it is a hazard. I agree now, not at 16, 17, but now I agree. So instead of going, oh, you know, it's going to take, if I drive 30 miles an hour, it's going to take me an extra seven minutes to get to work. You know what you could spend three minutes doing? Wiping off your car. Like it's just the epitome of lazy. And I am one of the laziest people in the world. Like I was ready to, and I would never do this, but I was ready to freaking off-road this dude, bump him behind and push him off, dude. Get out of my way. Can I just say one thing? Also, if you want a pro tip, do it the night before because it won't be frozen. But if you don't do it, if you try to do it in the morning before you leave, that's where people get into trouble because it's frozen. It's taking them longer than they go. And exactly like, have you ever been behind a 16 wheeler with snow on the top? It's terrifying. It's a very scary thing. So it, it's a serious thing. People need to do it. And I think it is illegal. Dude, you know what's an ick? Like speaking on that, not putting the cart back in the cart rack. It's a three-step walk, dude. That's Just an ick? do it. Um, yeah, and I know you do it, Jake. I know you do it because you're lazy. Well, sorry, lazy. I, uh, All right, that's it. End of the pod. <laughs> we'll take this to FIFA. <laughs> Let me get you, Lucas, too, with people who don't use turn signals. What are your thoughts on that? Really, that one grinds my gears. I'll tell you that. Oof. So, you know, agree. First and foremost, if you don't use turn signals, take your license away. Uh, <laughs> sec- second off, I mean, I, I like driving is anticipation, man. You know, in order to keep yourself and everyone else safe, if you're not throwing signals up, you know. Nick, you don't use signals? I use signals, dude. Who do you think I am? Bro, Stalin? These people, Louise. you are lucky we don't have a video component right now because you just exposed yourself. Exposed. I, I use signals. You, I use signals to pull into my parking spot. You look like one of, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I think that's a okay. close case. I think if you're somebody who's like, eh, signals are whatever. I just feel like the I defensiveness, the defensiveness <laughs> was a little bit of a red flag. Maybe a beige flag. You know what's not, you know what's a red flag? Not using your turn signal. Agre- mm. uh, li- here's my thing. If you're going to be someone who is all like stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance every day and be like, I'm American and I'm a patriot. That is basic civil duty to communicate what you're doing with your car. Like, that's... If you you think it's... Like, I'm serious. If you're one of those people who you're in a room with people and the pledge comes on and you need to stand up and do that, like, fine. We can respect that. Like, I don't feel like I need to stand up and do that every time the pledge is happening, but fine. Like, if we need to do that, fine. But if I see you not using your turn signal, then Mm. what are you even making that pledge for? And why are you calling yourself a patriot? I'm dead ass right now. Not only take their license away, take their citizenship away. Uh, at least a, a travel, I don't know. I, I you're don't not know. only taking your driver's license. You know what over, we don't do you're anymore? You're taking the test to become a citizen again. You know, what we don't, you know what we don't do anymore? We don't exile people anymore. Maybe we should think about that. Mm. Like on Survivor. Jake just got into Survivor Dude, a couple I mean, weeks let ago. Let me tell you, Survivor. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, you're talking we're, to the biggest like, Survivor fan. At oh, some point, I'm gonna God. have to put in that second Kelly ad. I didn't introduce it, but we're at the we're at the stage where I say, Nick, Lucas, you got you got anything else? I mean, I have more on the agenda, but at 52 minutes, it's time to it's time to close. Look, so dude, any this was a non sports pod, and I loved every second of it. Yeah, Lucas, 10 out of 10. Hey, you know, I'm again. I'm just happy to be here, fellas. Um, I did want to touch uh, one thing that I've been thinking about was. Uh, uh, Talking about where you guys touched on what's an ick during uh, a restaurant day, I believe. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what's, what, what burns in my mind is is the simple fact of manners. So I, I think oh, the biggest yeah. the biggest thing for me is if you're out and you guys are doing your thing and the waitress or waiter comes over and, you know, they're doing their thing too and they're being super nice and stuff i think the biggest thing for me is if you're rude in any sort of way like it just shows right off the bat like you know what you're about and you don't even know this poor person who's there working for how long or what they got going on and you're just rude so just 
Food for thought. Lo- love my one. uncle. He is I like the worst with this. Like you can't go to eat with him because you just no. Know yeah, it gives you secondhand embarrassment. So Those, man. Secondhand embarrassment's a thing, bro. I, you, on top of that, dude, if you're a bad tipper, mm. like I hate you. Okay, like, real quick. You go so there's this thing now, right? Where well, if I go to pick up, I'm not leaving a tip. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. Uh, you know, dude, you know what? It's it depends on what the situation is, right? Like, if it's like they're making me a coffee, like a quick what about coffee? pizza? No, okay, no, I'm not saying with cash. I'm saying like, you you have to sign a receipt that yeah, has dude, a tip on it. I'll tell you what, my usual go to is ten percent. I'll hit the ten percent. Question: Is this is this for delivery or am I picking? No, up this is what this is what I'm saying. Lucas is like so. For example, there's a pizza place right down the street. Why would I get delivery? Right. I drive down there. I grab the pizza. They yeah. hand me the receipt. I sign it. I'm no leaving tip. two bucks. I'm not leaving a tip, man. And that might be a I'm hot not take. Upset that with might you. be a hot take. I think, but I think you represent the majority in that. And and I just my my thought my quick thought on that is just if I'm sitting in. And I'm getting served. Drinks are being replenished. You know, you know, at, like throughout the dinner experience, I'm getting an outside w- worker who's not me or the person I'm with to be serving us and making sure that everything's right. And being that's able what the to tip pays for. withhold withhold grief or something. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. Like that's that's where the service tip comes in. But if I ordered something and I'm coming to grab it and there's no transaction of service past the food being put in my hands and the money being given. I just don't think tip is applicable. But that's just me. Here's what I'll say, bro. I would hit no tip, but the look I get, bro, it's like, damn, yo, if Ooh, I hit... But what if, if, but what if, if you're writing it. on a receipt, though? Do you feel like you could just hey, hand back well, a receipt? Well, you know that- what? I All right, here's a good example. The waitress at Bolero, when she p- gives me my $5 gl- glass of soda, <laughs> and she stands over me, mm. it's like, now I'm tipping. But if you walk away... Bro, I'm signing that thing with no tip, dog. You got me a soda. Like, I could go up and get get it myself, you know? Like, th- yeah. Like, if you're looking at me, dude, I, I'm feeling the pressure. The butthole's puckered. I'm nervous. I think this is just post-COVID society. I think, like, when society, like, went to the, you know, you're going to pick it up. There's no more delivery. You're going to get it yourself. They were doing all the preps. Everybody was adjusting to that. And that's where the tip thing came in, like, where, where you were going there. people stopped doing that? You think people stopped tipping at that point? No, I think people. I think restaurants and oh, so businesses you're saying now that's opened the doors ah, to okay, more yeah. like getting tips from them for just bagging it up and that kind of thing. And I think we're still in that residual effect. So afterwards. we weren't leaving tips before COVID on, like when you picked up. I guess when, when no. you picked up, agreed. Yes, I fully, I fully yeah, believe. No, we I definitely wasn't. We're unlocking some was society. Like a, this is. I, Look and you know this. what? I, if this you could get bigger with this, uh, but I think it was just the aspect of like, hey, we're open, we're producing food. The least you could do was tip us during this hard time, and I fully supported that. I was like all about it. You're open, you're cooking, yeah, yeah. you're providing a service when you don't have to, and the world is shut down. Here's a tip. But now everything's back open. I'm coming to get my food. You're not servicing me anymore. And if I am right. coming to. You know, do that thing. That's just what I think. Dude, tip culture needs to be canceled. Like, well, tip it needs to be is... re-examined. Right. No, I think it should be canceled. It should be re-examined. <laughs> well, you know what? What do you mean canceled? Like, you tipping people cancel at it. all? At all? No, no. I don't know, Jake. I just, I like the word canceled. <laughs> Listen, I love it. I love it. I love how, uh, and I'm delighted that we were like, let's close it up. And Lucas is like, or let's talk about the profound... Uh, socioeconomic impact of COVID on tipping and unpack that for the next 10 minutes, which you know I mm. want to. But Lucas, we got to have you back, dude. You were absolutely terrific. So I know the people will be very happy when you are able to come back at some point. Well, I appreciate the the invite to Putts Pod, best pod out there. Dude. Glad I was uh, invited to be the first special guest appearance. Thank Would you, love dude. to come back whenever you guys can. Well, just so you know, you're tenured now. So that, He's oh. on staff. We had him on retainer. You're on staff. You're tenured. Let me ask yeah, you this, baby. Lucas, formally, and I'll ask for the people. Would you mind consulting with us and giving us your expertise? <laughs> Call, call me a wizard, baby. We got I'm our there. first consultant. We got, a, <laughs> we got a head of a department. We got a consultant. Wait, can I hit you with something? So I was thinking, no, this is besides, but for anyone listening, I was thinking of giving Kelly a formal write-up about something. Like, she made a joke that was funny, but I was like, what if I gave her a pretend, like, complaint to uh, HR that doesn't exist yet of, like, a two-putts 
like situation where she said something that I felt was bullying. I thought that would be pretty funny. I love it. I think it just glorifies what we're what we're into nowadays. Yo, you no, you just you do what you do, baby. I trust you. You know it. Well, I will say this. I I am you Nick called me out this week. He said, you know, for the tech guy, there's a lot of tech things you really don't know or something like that. And it kind of was the thing I needed to hear. Guys, I've been diving in to the AI and to uh, some video editing and different things. So just uh, be aware. There's some things coming down the pike. Okay. Mm. Which we do say right. every week, but it is coming. Still looking for a solidified third social media manager and Photoshop expert. Uh, yet yeah, no one's hitting up on the classified. Also, two followers on X or now three. Shout out, Max. Hey. Uh, it's really embarrassing because the three followers are me, Jake, and then Max, who is well, one of my best friends. Now we're calling out Lucas. So, Lucas, what's up with that? That's right. Well, <laughs> you've just gained yourself a fourth. Hey! Bam! Live. That's a twenty-five percent, or that's a thirty-three percent increase, right there. People can watch our growth live, but I know you all want to turn this up. So we'll see you next week, Lucas. We appreciate you again. See everyone, Thank you guys. Later. All right, peace.